Welcome to Now Try This, the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try something new. I'm Marcus, and that's Nick. Nick, how are you doing today? Marcus, have no frets, friend. Be bold, baby. Calm down, comrade, because this episode we're doing, don't worry, darling. You like that? You were close. I was close. You're I close. almost did it with no prep, with with absolutely thinking of that bit right before we went live. I am proud of it. Guys, welcome no. to Now Try That. What? No prep. No. I mean, you do improv like professionally at this point, right? <laughs> so like, no prep. Why are you calling I me out? Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's no, the thing. no prep's your wheelhouse. No prep's your wheelhouse, man. Marcus, let me let you in on a secret about improv. Okay. Let me in your secret. Let me pull you pull get closer. Get closer. Here's the thing about improv. Do I am I a professional improviser? Yes. You know what that means? That just means I made a career of not preparing. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm smarter. That doesn't mean I'm more talented. That doesn't mean I'm quippier or punnier. All it means is I get away with bullshit on the daily. That's all that Good. means. Guys, welcome to Now Try This. I'm Nick. That's Marcus. And we challenge each other. Uh, we challenge each other our favorite things, our favorite movies, our favorite TV, our favorite things. But this is October. And October is a special time because October is frightful fiend filled feast month which means it's only scary things it's only spooky things it's only things that are frightening and fearful that was your best one like i'm Thanks. not like i'm not gonna hide it i'm not gonna play games with you and and toy with your emotions that was your best one Marcus, more prepared men would have uh, had these bits set up before. But again, <laughs> I'm a professional improviser. <laughs> Guys, we are so excited you're here. If this is your first time here, welcome. Now I'll try this. We challenge each other, but in October, we do scary things. Last week, we did Army of Darkness. Before that, we did Barbarian. We're really excited to see what Marcus is going to pick for next week. But the way that you can involve yourselves in our podcast is at patreon.com slash now try this cast where every month you guys get to decide one of the challenges we do. That's right. For $5 a month, you get to put submissions, and only for a dollar, everyone will vote on that submission, just like Army of Darkness won last week. And I gotta say, mm-hmm. I'm really glad we did it on the podcast, because I'd never too. seen it, and I wouldn't have liked it in a vacuum. I didn't like it while I watched it. And then after doing the podcast with you, I have high reverence for this film now. And that is the beauty of this podcast. Having someone love something so much that they make you participate in their fandom, in their takes. Which is why today's episode is so weird, because I had not seen Don't Worry, Darling, (laughs) (laughs) until we did it. And I'm not, it's not a cop out. I, I, I don't like doing that. I only do that when really, really stressed. I would have picked something else, but Marcus is a spooky boy. Marcus mm-hmm. has seen every horror movie thing ever. I bitched about like, like 10 horror movies and Marcus was like, seen it, seen it, yep. seen it. I'm exaggerating, but it did happen for five. And I was like, I'm done. We're going to go mm-hmm. do not worry, darling, because uh, neither of us have seen it. And that's why we're here today. Hell yeah. But Marcus, how are you doing? How do you feel about Spooky Boys Month? And what was your favorite moment of the last episode? 
Okay. That's a lot of questions, Nick. And I yeah. feel like I, a, a not I'm professional. I'm sorry, you're not a professional improviser. Let me only give you one. Improviser. How are yeah. you? I'm, you know what I'm doing? I'm, I'm stressed and I'm busy, but I'm happy to be here because it is Spooky Boys Month. And that is the month that I'm really my best self. You know, I feel like I don my Michael Myers mask, my mechanic jumpsuit, and I walk into the wild, you know, and I walk to work and they ask me, why do you have that on? You're not a mechanic. (laughs) You're not Michael Myers. And I say, I'm here to do business. I do accounting. You mean you mean? You mean what you're say is <laughs> Yeah, is it weird? Yeah. Did they report me to HR? Of course they did. And do will you have a job tomorrow? Probably, Probably not. not. So subscribe to that Patreon. Subscribe on uh, Twitch. You know, do all the things. All right, Marcus. How did you feel about last week's episode, Army of Darkness? Should people I, check it out? I think people should check it out. I think it is really interesting. I think it I watched a whole ass documentary for it. I dropped some knowledge and I had a good time. Good. And Marcus, this is the time where you're going to reveal what next week is going to be. What what fearsome, frightening film or TV series or book or movie or anything else Uh are you going to challenge me and the fans to watch for next week? Nick, I it's hard. This month is hard because I have a million things that I want to give you all the time that feel most appropriate during this month. So I'm going to give you Sometimes a you wait. choice. Okay. We can Six. do something that is critically acclaimed. Gross. Or we can do something that is funny. Gag. Those both sound like horrible options. I want... What's the critically acclaimed one? I'm not going to tell you until you, you got to pick. Blind give, pick. Give, no, no, give me one of them and not the other one. One is Wolf Cup. Great. I picked critically acclaimed. <laughs> <laughs> you should have told me what the critically acclaimed one was. No. Because the bit was you tell me the critically acclaimed, and then I would have picked the bad one, and that would have been yeah, awful. Yeah, but yeah. no, I do not want to do Wolf Cop. Please. I, you know what? I critically figured, acclaimed. I figured, Nick, your challenge for next week is going to be critically acclaimed horror movie The Lighthouse. Oh, that fucking twilight shit <laughs> you can kind of see it in the background next to canada bear it, oh, i have yeah. a vhs copy of the lighthouse like it's a playable vhs copy of mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. is that how Wait you're gonna watch it again that's how i'm gonna watch it we'll see how it is that's wild got a tiny okay. crt in my basement that i watch my vhs is on all i know it's a film with defoe and pat pat pattinson yep. patterson pattinson robert pattinson. black and white too right it is black and white i didn't know that was a spooky movie it's a that psychological horror. I mean, I give you "Don't worry, darling." So, how much room can I talk? All right, it, okay, that's uh, fair. It is. It is a psychological horror in the vein of like, like Cthulhu kind of things. You know, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm into it. And to answer Darren in the chat's question, how do I know Wolf Cop isn't crit- critically acclaimed? Darren, I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> you know, I know. We all know why. And if you guys want to join the chat, go ahead and twitch.tv slash now try this cast every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But Marcus, I want to get into it because I watched this movie today. <laughs> uh, this is this it's is fresh. fresh. It is Certified fresh in my mind. Fresh in your brain. I might this might is our podcast episode, which honestly I kind of love. This is gonna feel like 
the conversation as soon as we get home from the movies that we're gonna have yeah. about this film because which I love. I love mm-hmm. those conversations. It's one reason why I really love watching movies with people and why some people don't like watching movies with me because I do not want to stop talking about the film <laughs> <laughs> afterwards. Sometimes Lexi tells me, like, can we stop talking about the movie? I'm like, no, yeah. we no. just saw it. You Two more hours it. of discussion on this hour and a half film. Yeah. Oh, actually, Old Man Roms dropping some knowledge. Wolf Cop is 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. I just checked. It is certified fresh, critically acclaimed that, movie, Wolf oh, Cop. You know what? Eggs on my face, because don't worry, darling, is at 38%. Wolf Cop 2. I was going to make you watch both Wolf Cop and Wolf Cop 2, by the way. And they are so good. They're just masterpieces of cinema. And I hope- switch? No, it's fine. Because okay. I here's what I think. Wolf Cop 1 and 2 are fantastic movies. You'll have a lot of fun, and I think you will like them. I think you'll hate Lighthouse, and that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's critically acclaimed it got like a lot of I oscar think buzz you'll hate lighthouse and that'll be fun <laughs> all right oh yeah, it's yeah. kind of a win-win there then mm-hmm. it was a win-win. perfect well now that the housekeeping is out of the way marcus what did you know how did you feel about where are you at with don't worry darling Here's and did I'm you hate at. me for giving you a uh, like a workaround for my horror i could have given you smile i smile was also I, I came left out. the theater for don't worry, darling, and saw a giant smile poster and was like, now what was Nick thinking when he chose <laughs> Don't Worry, Darling? Here, here's here's what I was thinking. Let me tell you, let me tell you. Because uh, I started listening to a review for Smile and the review started off by, well, okay. So I didn't give you Smile because I thought it looked like the same blockbuster horror film that these studios come out with like every year all that's truth or dare or ouija or like one of these shits and i'm like i don't want to fucking watch a movie like that and i started watching review on youtube and he literally started as like you know i thought this would be one of those high budget blockbusters and it's really not it really surprised me and i was like fuck i fucked up So that's why I didn't give you a smile, because I'm a loser. <laughs> I don't look bad. If it's fun, then my bad. That's what, I mean, hey, I'll watch it at some point. I'll report back. I do want to watch the menu, but uh, but Ooh, don't worry, darling. Where you at? Good, but that's like November. Ooh, don't worry, darling. I heard about some of the drama. I wasn't heavily involved in any of the drama, but I heard about it and. I also kind of had no interest in seeing the movie. You're welcome. And that was it. And I wasn't planning on watching it until it got to streaming. And I went to the movies and had to pay money to go see this film. (laughs) That's right. You did. You're welcome. You're welcome. And the drama you're referring to could be a couple different things. One of which, let's get this out of the way. One of which is originally attached for the male lead of this film was Shia LaBeouf. Okay. And then his allegations, which some of which he admitted were true, sexual assault and things, blew up on the scene. So he obviously had to Mm -hmm. vacate this movie, which was drama enough. Yeah. yeah. But then Olivia Wilde, the director, when she was asked about it, said, oh, yeah, we dropped his ass. He's an abuser. And she set on this narrative for a while. Yeah. And then Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf was like, look, and he's on a tour right now, like trying to own Try, up to what he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, 
in yeah. a, like a really interesting way. Like I'm not forgiving him. It's not my place. We're not. I'm not a part it, of the conversation. It's just like anthropologically interesting. <laughs> it is because he's talking about his alcoholism. He's talking yeah, about yeah. the abuse he's done that was done to him. Super interesting. Uh, I would love to know more about it because even if because not to redeem him, but just to know more about the psyche and what's going on there. But regardless. Mm-hmm. He this the only, and this was the only thing he really did. He clapped back at this and he was like, look, I was going through shit and I wasn't in the prettiest of pictures. So I left the film and here's the proof. Yeah. And he shared the video message that Olivia Wilde was not pleading with him, yeah. pleading with him to come back and that Florence Pugh was being a baby and she would figure it out. She said Florence Pugh being, being baby. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. I think the word I use baby is like less bad than what she actually said. I forget what yeah, she yeah, said, yeah. but she said she like she needs to calm down. It was something very anti-feminine. It was a very wrong thing to say. It was the wrong yeah. side of history. But Marcus, that wasn't even the biggest thing. I like that. I'm getting all of this info dump. It's great. It's very good. Because the, the bigger thing. Oh, she called her Miss Flo. That's right. That was an insane day on Twitter. But even bigger. Everyone knew that Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde were married and they had Mm -hmm. kids Mm -hmm. and they were going through a pretty messy divorce. Mm -hmm. And at some point, Olivia Wilde clapped on Twitter saying, like, he served me my divorce papers at my job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And people and people were like, oh, but then everyone was like, wait, weren't you having an affair on your job? (laughs) And she was. And it is reported and it is a fact that her Mm -hmm. and Harry Styles started hooking up and being a thing. On set of this movie, before the divorce, before it was public, mm-hmm. it was a straight-on affair, and that means she's having an affair with her employee. They weren't married anymore. Yeah, you can separate ah. before you uh, get the official divorce. divorce. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you're still married. If you're separated. Sure, but you're separated. You're separated when you're separated. Then it wouldn't have been an affair. Everyone says it's an affair. Oh, Jason Sudeikis and her were never married. Oh, that's right. It was custody papers. Custody papers. It was custody papers. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, got yes, it, got yes. It, got it. Thank Darren, you. Wow, Darren, coming through with the facts. <laughs> yeah. So, but regardless, maybe it was it, but it, the fact that Harry is a, her employee, the fact that she was doing this on set, yeah, apparently made everyone, including Florence Pugh, very uncomfortable. Yeah. Vocally. Yeah. So to the point where fast forward to the premiere. Forest Pew ain't nowhere to be seen. She ain't got nothing to say about Olivia mm-hmm. Wilde. She yeah. ain't got nothing to say about the movie. She went to one premiere because she had to, and she has been gone all the rest Which of it. Which is interesting because I feel like a lot of times she's like known for promoting her film. She's known oh, for yeah. being like, I, I will she's a darling every day about the thing that I'm in because I'm very happy to be in things. Yeah. People people love Florence yeah. Pugh like as a person. Mm-hmm. She knows the power. She's she has, great. You know? She's fantastic. She, she's the Jennifer Lawrence of 10 years ago. People just like God. her. So the people are flocking and to the thing. Nick, you know? not to skip over the rest of the drama because I know there's oh. more, but Please. Florence Pugh carried this movie on her fucking back. Oh my God. She carried there is no the movie entire without fucking her. movie. We can talk about Florence Pugh because Florence Pugh, she she is it she, right now. Yeah. Like she is it. You can like, tell. I'm sure she's going to stumble and maybe yeah, it'll be yeah. oversaturation at some sure. point. But like right now, she might I, be my I feel one. like I have so many problems with this movie, Nick. And I don't oh, know what yeah. you thought about the movie because, you know, it was your challenge, but you hadn't watched it yet. So you might hate sure. it. You might love it. I don't know. But I will say this. Anytime Florence Pugh was on screen doing her thing, 
I felt like Ugh. she was giving it her all. And a lot of times you feel like, okay, I can tell the director really got this out of the actor. I feel like Florence Pugh got it out of herself. Like the whole yeah. film, she was just digging into whatever she's been through in her life and pulling it I out the same way for us. And we're going to talk more about Florence Pugh, but I'm not even done with the drama because Darren just said in the chat, Florence Pugh was friends with Jason Sudeikis because she was dating Zach Graff, who directed a bunch of Ted Lasso episodes. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. But also the drama of this whole thing gets even weirder because now it starts to get weird because Harry Styles, who is a pop star, uh -huh. very famous. So uh, so there's a lot of things always following him. But there is he was saying weird things during interviews. But there is this one moment which I've replayed it back myself 20 times because I can't unsee what people say happened in the clip Okay, where they're at the premiere. Everyone's clapping one by one for everyone to come. Chris Pine is clapping for Harry Styles. Harry Styles comes and makes a spitting motion. Chris Pine stops clapping, looks down, shakes his head and puts his hand down. And I can't not see that Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine. <laughs> what do you, how do you think Harry Styles spat on our friend Chris Pine? I don't think he did. I I, I don't know what that was. Like I don't know what he could have been looking at. Maybe something fell. That's what he said. He said uh, something fell. But I don't know. It looked like a spit. It could have also it it felt like a spit. spit. It it oh man. The balls. If that was true. In a public setting, I, I don't know. All those people. Internet conceded that it was not spit. He was looking at his sunglasses on his lap. I don't give this what? face to my sunglasses. <laughs> I don't stop mid applause as everyone else is applauding right when someone's about to sit down next to me to make sure I know where my sunglasses are either. <laughs> just everything about it just lines up. And it, it could be one of those crazy, like, uh, yeah. fucking hive mind cerebral moments, but I don't know. I think he might have spread on him. It, I don't know what happened, but that was a wild clip because it does look like it. I don't know what else it could possibly be. But yeah, he was looking at the sunglasses. Who knows? So all that mixed with Olivia Wilde making weird comments about feminism and Jordan Peterson and Trump and the female orgasm. And there's just the whole press tour for this film was wild. <laughs> and weird yeah and i i mean i don't know olivia wilde that well i mean she she directed that a, well at all at all <laughs> i mean she directed a movie that did really well and a lot of people liked it i liked it i don't think she's the worst director in the world based on this film either but there's definitely some like oh wow this is like well made yeah for sure but ah she's she shouldn't be in the public i I she feel like she she's not good at the public she's speaking. Messy. She's, she's messy. A little bit. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, just in the way that you can tell, like, the trained, the actors who go out there and they promote the thing and they're used to speaking on, like, 10 million interviews and they know the I have five things I'm going to say and repeat those five things all day long or whatever. You yeah. know, like, there's there's people who are used to it and i feel like i don't know if she's just not used to it or or she's just awkward or what it is but like i don't think she should be out there promoting things i don't know i mean her last movie was a indie darling and got tons of awards so it's not mm -hmm. like she didn't have practice she's also a seasoned actress but in tons of things yeah critically acclaimed herself other people promote your movies for you you know like i don't know how much promoting she had to do in that first film for it Shh. 
No, she promoted that first. It was a big deal that she was. It was a first time director, and you know her being a woman and it being a great movie, and a lot of people held it up like, "See, women can mm-hmm. direct." It was like mm-hmm. a big deal at the time. Yeah, but okay, but if everyone's holding it up, how much work are you having to do? I feel like she oh, had to do a lot sure, of work sure, in this sure, film sure, to sure. combat all of the drama the yeah, that yeah, was yeah. in the negative press that was coming out, and I feel like maybe she wasn't the most well-equipped person to do that which is not her fault it's not something she should even be well equipped to do but i feel like it it hurt the movie even more as i'm reading down the list it looks like the black actresses are complaining they got edited out oh yeah yeah the the actress who played the woman who kills herself um, yes she was cut a lot of her things scenes were cut out of the film but she met her husband on the set and they're happy. Was it her, her her husband in the movie? I think so. I was uh, Darren. She was the one who told me this. Darren, who was her husband? <laughs> but her husband, someone on set in the film. I don't know. But she she met her husband and she got paid. So. Oh, yeah. No, it was her husband in the movie. Ariel Stachel. Stachel OK, got it. Got it. Yeah. So they worked out for her. But there's that. And then also like. Uh, Darren had re- we we finished watching the movie and Darren had reminded me that she was like that apparently she was like this is about the female orgasm and there's more pussy eating in this film than in any other film <laughs> or whatever and it's like Which I love give me some pussy eating sure there should be more films it should be normalized oh, yeah for sure definitely 100%. normalize it yes but that's not what the movie's about here's my I I actually. I actually do have a problem with the pussy eating in this film. And it's not interesting because of the piss. Listen, listen. Okay. Interesting. So hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. We're going to talk all about the movie. Okay. But at its core, this movie is a is a commentary on. Uh, yeah, I got what you're saying. Right? I agree with saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The incels, right? It's a like, movie like about incels. Jordan Peterson type, uh, red pill type neck beardy fucking people right mm-hmm. that like like if you boil it down that is a big theme of the movie whether intentional or not intentional it's there you're telling me that all these fucking neck beards and fucking red pill fuckers are fucking eating this much pussy yeah that's they're not there were that's one of the most things, unbelievable yeah, things about you're right <laughs> you're right that's one of the most unbelievable things yeah. about the film yeah you're right the whole shtick of the film is to make the perfect woman Quotes. okay well here 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 hear so, me out hear so me the, out so the yeah i'm listening now maybe he doesn't eat pussy or know how to do it but this is all simulation right yeah so maybe he just hits like a the konami code oh. up down up down left right ba select start that's the pussy eating code right there he solved it you're so funny but that, that's the thing right that's the thing if these were incels and red pills making the simulation they would make that an unnecessary part of it hold on because because you know who said that? who was it who, who said they never eat pussy was it kanye maybe might have been kanye there was some celebrity that was like mm-hmm. or no, no no was it steve harvey someone someone i remember somebody at some point and it made a big thing DJ and i'm like Khaled? those are the people dj Khaled said it was <laughs> yes old man rom says it was batman batman (laughs) (laughs) old man i hate i hate to break it to you but batman eat that pussy batman (laughs) eat that pussy straight up also batman marcus there was that whole like pussy eating scandal with batman i remember there there was there was what was he saying oh second thing about the incels sure the gamification of eating pussy i feel like would really motivate a lot of incels 
to do it. Like if you got points, like you don't know, we didn't see the whole game unfold, right? Like maybe he sees a high score in the corner that's giving him pussy points. <laughs> they would they would min max the shit out of eating pussy if oh, it was a game. It, watch it, you're, you're going down a line. <laughs> watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. I know what's in both our minds, Marcus. Mm-hmm. What is "Don't Worry, Darling" about? Ah, oh, man, "Don't Worry, Darling." Oh, that's what it was, old man. Rum. You're right. There was like a there was like a memo or something, right? That Someone Batman can't eat pussy. Yes, it was in the Harley Quinn show. That's right. Thank mm-hmm. you, old man. Rum. You're right. You guys are right. That mm-hmm. literally that literally happened. Okay, Marcus, what is "Don't Worry, Darling" about? <sighs> Don't worry, I can darling. say it too if you want. I get. I mean, I want to. Part of me wants to go over like the plot at least because I feel like a That's lot of I mean. people aren't going to watch the movie at all. Sorry, I meant plot. I meant plot. Like, please okay. tell me the plot. Okay, so the plot of we Don't Worry, Darling. That. There's a big twist later, which we revealed basically, but not really. We'll get to we'll it. We'll get to it later. But Don't Worry, Darling is sort of set in this 1950s style suburban area where you have like the stereotypical like household wife at home watches the husband go goodbye and the husbands all have mysterious right stepford wives the husband all have this mysterious job out there in the wild and no one knows what it is and then that's it that's that's pretty much just the movie starring florence Pugh and harry styles as the first two as the first couple and greetings that jams to do welcome to the chat what up and the two of them and the two of them uh, are living their lives. And as things unfold, weird things start happening. It seems as if maybe Florence Pugh's view of reality is shifting or mm-hmm. wrong or something to that effect. And then uh, it was revealed that uh, she's uh, maybe having a mental health problem, mental health breakdown or maybe crazy or maybe something weird is going on. And that's yeah. that's the film. That's the, that's the whole film. Yeah. Marcus. Gosh, there's so much to talk about. Marcus, how soon after this film started did you know we weren't in 1950s suburbia? Um, pretty much in the beginning, like as soon as it started. Yeah. I was like, I bet you Something the about twist it, right? is the village. Like, I was like, this is just the village again, and I'm being Marcus, traumatized. But this time it's not by M. Night Shyamalan, at least. Marcus, I would have fucking cheered if this fucking <laughs> twist was the village. That would have made so much goddamn more sense. Because right away, it fe- you're right. There's something about it that's mm-hmm. eerie that feels modern. Yeah. And throughout most of the film, I was waiting to see what's that Shakespearean word called when you have like a clock in a time that a clock didn't exist and a time anomaly. It's like an anachronism. It's a, an, a, I'm not, I don't know. Darren probably knows. Darren's a fucking literary person. Like what's <laughs> Darren, what's the name of that thing where something's like out of time, but it's in the literary thing and Shakespeare did it a lot. And you, you fucking put it. That, yeah. Thank you so much. See, that's why you get the, that's why you get the big butts, Darren. Oh, old man Rom got it too. I like this game. We'll do this game more. You guys are good. You guys make me feel like I'm not losing it. It's nice I, to have people in the chat to immediately be like, eh, we can't, we can't Google things right now. Cause it would ruin the pacing of the podcast. Thank you. Guys. Uh, some, some podcasts lean into that shit. They're like, hold on here while I type this whole thing out into the chat. So I, I was, I was with you. I was waiting for something because I, it just yeah. felt the way they were talking mm-hmm. or something about it felt plastic and wrong. So Man, it would have been like it would have made so much more sense if it was a village. 
I would have liked it more if it was something else at the end of the movie. I get it. And the, a version of this movie could have been good. Let's jump. Let's jump. We'll go back and talk about okay. the beginning of the film, but where obviously we can't stop anymore. So at the end of the film, it's revealed, which which honestly, I liked the first reveal section. So as things are happening, I didn't like, I, I had a lot of problems with the beginning of the film. I will get to them, but but at a point in the movie, the, the cinematography like changes, the filter changes, and we're in modern day. And we meet Harry Styles and Florence Pugh mm-hmm. in modern day. And there are yeah. a couple and Harry Styles is a fucking lost his job. He's on fucking Reddit <sighs> threads. He's a fucking. Nick, yeah. Can I tell you the impact that this movie has had on me? Just seeing the incel version <laughs> of Harry Styles. It made me feel seen, you know, in a way that I feel like I, I, I never was seen before. It made me feel uh-huh. like. I could be beautiful also, you know, like it was just like, yes, this man who everyone worships and is this gorgeous, godly guy. And even the whole movie is very beautiful is like, mm-hmm. is Haiti. It could also be super gross and give people nightmares was like, yeah, yeah. And, and legitimately, I liked it. I liked the reveal. I liked the modern day. I liked ugly Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. I like Florence Pugh and she was a fucking doctor and she was yeah, fucking kick sure. ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought it was filmed pretty and like their relationship. I thought, oh, finally, finally, we're like understanding. We're finally getting something. <laughs> Darren in the, in the chest says, immediately stop this. You are so beautiful. Thank you. Marcus, that's you. You, you are so beautiful Thank you. to Darren. <laughs> <laughs> but immediately they throw that like good nugget of something they have. Mm-hmm. And for like logistical, stupid reasons, like the, the, like the logistics of, we find out that apparently Harry Styles has been on fucking Reddit and shit, listening to Frank, the fucking cult leader played by mm-hmm. Chris Pine. And basically he, abducts his wife yes and hypnotizes her with fucking clockwork orange eye things uh-huh and you find out the whole thing is a simulation a la the matrix i don't i don't think it was hypnotization i think it was just vr well she also it had to wipe her mind right that's why the ladies were like in a circle and it was like that dance kept playing mm-hmm. like that was i sure, think that was yeah, hypnotism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay but but regardless uh it was a simulation. How do you feel about simulation reveals in your movie, Marcus? I I hate it. I hate it. It's been done before. We especially with VR being a real thing that we have that like yeah. is nowhere near capable of this kind of thing. It seems very 80s in terms of like storytelling to be like actually it was yeah. a simulation the whole time. There was a lot of simulation movies in the 80s. And it feels played out. Yeah. As we just twist. got one with the Serenity movie with Matthew McConaughey and yep. Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. That also fell apart at the end for the same reason. Yeah. Like Snow s- Crash. I, I don't, don't know, know what that the one. hell Snow Crash is, but it's bad. And then also you get not only do you get that, but it's revealed that if you die in the game, you die in real life, which is like very Matrix. Fucking very... Spy Kids 3D did that shit. Like it's just fucking <laughs> Spy Kids 3D. It doesn't. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. I think. 
I, I'm not even that I'm like I'm mad at the simulation like it's just like how does he feed her why isn't anyone looking for her like logistically like it yeah. just brings up questions or just a like if they just hypnotized her and brought her to the place yeah like kidnapped her it would have made so much more sense yeah. right I but God, I hate this movie I <laughs> just gonna be honest <laughs> I don't hate all of it I think there were parts of this movie that were fine but I was trying that's I'm, the problem I, with I, it. I have that a makes hard it worse, time right? with this but I I'm gonna try to describe it. My overall problem with this movie mm. is that in every in almost every single scene, a part of the film didn't work. Where to make a film, you have cinematography, you have direction, yeah. you have acting, you have sound design, you have like all of these parts make a scene. And in every single scene of this film, one of them didn't work. And mm. so there was almost no scenes that felt like a cohesive film that it felt like, oh, this came from one sort of person's mind. And this is like their vision of events. It felt mm. just disjointed. The music especially bothered me in a lot of scenes that were supposed to be building tension and were not hitting. The soundtrack was my favorite. Yeah, it was I really didn't like it. It took me out a lot of you know scenes. What? You know what one scene I did like and leading up to it was telegraphed. But when she said, please, let's leave. We can go anywhere. Let's go. And he said, fine. And then they were in the car. I hated that scene. And he said, I'm sorry. I liked the acting from Harry and Florence yes. there. Yeah, I like the acting from that. But that's another example of a scene that didn't have that had something missing. What that missing? scene. Here's what happened. I don't know. if you, I mean, you just watched it. Of course, you remember. But in that yeah, scene for the audience, Florence yeah. Pugh and Harry Styles are sitting in a car. At this point in the film, Florence Pugh has kind of had it. And she wants yeah. to get out of here. And Harry Styles is like, fine, let's go. And slowly you see the shift in Harry Styles where you're like, okay, actually, he's not going to help her. Right? Yeah. Then yeah. what happens next, Nick? A whole bunch of people in red jumpsuits take her away. Yes. But what happens next, more specifically, mm -hmm. is yeah. they show a shot of the front of the car. They show the people getting out of their car, walking around to the door and then pulling her out of the car. How dramatic would it have been if the next shot was just ripping her out of the car while she's yeah. screaming and pulling and like begging? Yeah. That would have been so much more effective. Also, the design of them were also bad, like the red jumpsuits. Yeah, like, what I were think they? someone saw someone saw Squid Game and was like, ah, I got it. Yeah, it was like also. <laughs> Uh, they should have been dressed in 50s right they yeah. should have been people of town that's Darren way scarier asked, right like are they viruses or are they people <laughs> like, oh wow great question which i don't know i they could have just been I mods I, I don't know why they're there so apparently snow crash is a 1992 neil stevenson cyberpunk classic starring hero protagonist a samurai sword wielding pizza deliver guy slash hacker that created the phrase metaverse for virtual reality and had my hacking i've snow i want to watch that movie it sounds cool that sounds great. I think it's a book. No, it's a book. I don't think it's a movie. Well, I want to watch that movie and it sounds cool. So here's my problem with the film. Mm -hmm. Like what you're saying, I think is a problem. And yeah. it wasn't my biggest takeaway. I, I can deal with a thing or two not hitting, you know, I, with the strong central performance and a plot that makes like decent sense. And if your film is saying something, I'm OK if something's missed the mark. For me, it almost all comes down to the script because the movie just doesn't make any goddamn sense. Mm -hmm. 
Like, there's so many. So, like, and I complain about it all the fucking time where it's like this movie is trying to be an art tour film that doesn't make any sense. And it's trying to be a narrative plot film that makes sense. It's a mystery thriller. But, you can't have both. Yeah. At one point, I looked at the I, I was just like, something is missing from this film. A lot of scenes feel like they are missing from the film. And apparently they were edited out like uh, the full the full script was leaked online and there was a lot that was taken out of the movie and apparently the script was still not a great movie like it's still not great but it was like okay this made more sense it would have been more more interesting to see well i mean maybe because the film seems highly fixable like Uh, yes like maybe it's not going to be your favorite movie in the world but it seems like very watchable Mm -hmm. Like Florence is great. I liked Harry. It I thought the supporting cast was good. Better. Chris yeah. Pine is fucking great casting. And like the, the the design of a lot of the film looked really nice. Like the sets and the uh, costumes and all look really cool. Like Florence Pugh's wardrobe through this film, I thought, is almost worth uh, talking about just itself. It was really great. Like yeah. there's a lot of things that work. But the things for me, it was like, Marcus, I'm going to ask a, a, a slew of questions and you're going to have no answers to them. Marcus, mm-hmm. why were there earthquakes every day? Why were the eggs empty? I was, yeah. Why did Margaret's kid disappear if she was just a simulation that could have just came back and she wasn't real? You know, at the end of the film, when Chris Wait, Pine she was wasn't stabbed, a simulation. was he, st- no, her kid. Kids yeah, oh, because I imagine, I imagine it's like a video game where you like, you can't go past a certain point. So they went past yeah. a certain point and the kid just disappeared because he wasn't like. Fucking make him again. It's a goddamn simulation. <laughs> what the fuck you want? That's, that's, that's what the I'm problem. talking about. That's, that is a problem. There are a that's lot of I things mean. where it's like, you're running this virtual world yes. pretty poorly. Yes. Yes. No. And then also at the end of the film, when Chris Pine was stabbed by his wife, Gemma Chan, mm-hmm. and what she said made no goddamn sense. Was Gemma Chan the real culprit all along? Did she finally get released and she was mad? Yeah, like, was, did she just think she could do it better now? Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. Did, there's so many oh things okay. that were just like, made no sense. So many things about this movie made me angry too. Right? The red plane! Marcus, explain to me the red plane. What is the red plane? What significance does it have? Why is why is she hallucinating? What? Is it the pro- uh, sorry? I'm so sorry. Oh, is, uh, is she is she hallucinating because the program is breaking because the hypnosis isn't working? You can't have a mystery th- thriller where we're trying to solve it when either you can either have an unreliable narrator like Florence Pugh is in this film, or you can have things not make sense in the world and you're trying to d- deduce it. But if you have both, if she's hallucinating and things are weird in the world, then at no point in the film do we have a basis of reality to try to figure it out. And at the end of the day, you can't have a thriller. Thrillers don't work unless you can somewhat try to solve it as you go. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. Then it's not thrilling. (laughs) Yeah. I I agree. I feel like. My rant's over. Uh, there, I have so many things. We're jumping around a lot, and I'm sorry if this is a messy episode, guys. But nah, we, this is great. There's so many things wrong with this film that it's hard for my brain to keep track of everything in sort of a linear fashion. But what you said, the movie it, didn't do it. <laughs> just to touch on something else you said, right? Like, imagine Please. if this is a cool thing that I just thought of. What if Florence Pugh was the only one who felt the vibrations? Because she lived near, I, this is not, other people felt vibrations, but a cooler version, she was the only one who felt vibrations because she lived near a train. 
beautiful. And it was the train shaking her bed. And that could be another thing that gets her out of this thing later. Exactly. Beautiful. Yeah. What else you got, Marcus? Let's see. Oh, it's fixable. No. It's, fi- it's There's fixable. so many things that are fixable. It's close to being an okay movie is the yeah, problem. A pretty good movie, I think. A, a, I think it's close. six or seven out of ten it could have been. For I sure. almost an eight and eight and a half. No, well, that's on. too much. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know you're an actor and you're like, yeah, acting could take a film far. But there was a lot of other things wrong with the film. The acting sure, sure, was sure. good. You're right. But yeah. but please go on. I, I, I feel like this movie felt like I, I might be wrong. I don't know Olivia Wilde's life, but it felt like it was made. OK, I'll start over. You know how we've been watching a lot of horror movies recently? Not because just because Spooky Boys Month, but because of a society. We've been like, there've been a lot of good horror movies coming out recently. When you watch one of those movies like Barbarian or Nope Mm -hmm. or Get Out or whatever, you watch them and you say, oh, this is a movie that was made by a fan of this genre. You can tell that they really put a lot of passion into this. And this movie felt like it was made by a person who had never watched a thriller movie before. It just was, it felt like it was missing yeah, 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 all yeah. of the oomph that comes with psychological horror, that comes with thrillers. It was missing those It just those needed punches. some of the Hitchcockian tropes. Like, I know they're tropes, I, but they work because they work. Like, none of them were in there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would have liked to watch a movie, a version of this, like, directed, or I, I don't know. I would like to watch a version of this directed by, like, a woman who really liked horror movies and could oh, really sure. get the message is out like we've had some good yeah. horror movies directed by women and there's no reason that they can't ha- had some input on this film been a consultant yeah. i don't know what was missing but that punch that comes from that we get in a lot of horror movies is is missing from this she didn't get suspense it's she didn't just, get suspense. Did, this she just didn't get suspense like just for an example the um the wall closing in on florence Pugh, beautiful visual great idea but that was just a moment in the movie Mm -hmm. that was good for the trailer there wasn't any suspense before and after there wasn't any payoff from it there wasn't any real sense of dread i looked at that scene and i thought wow this looks really cool cool and florence Pugh is playing the shit out of it but i don't know what it means and i don't know why i should care and i do care about florence Pugh because she's so good like i'm caring about her through the film but that there's no suspense. That yeah. valve you always yeah. talk about going mm-hmm. up and on, that wasn't happening. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dakota Johnson was in this movie? That's not right. No, no. No, it's weird. I don't think so. I just looked with Don't Worry Darling cast and Dakota Johnson popped up and I was like, that's not right. Was she supposed to be in it? I don't know. But I feel like another thing too with the suspense, right? A lot of modern horror movies take comedy and mix it into the bunch to help build and release tension. <laughs> right yeah there you aren't have, any funny moments you have good comedic actors in this film you got uh, asif ali you got nick kroll you got florence Pugh. we saw in marvel she can do comedy like oh, she's very Gemma funny, chan yeah. i'm sh- you know i'm sure she would have loved a comedic bit you have cat kate berlant yeah. kate berlant's fucking hilarious mm-hmm. she's she was in a uh, league of their own right yeah yeah she's she fucking fantastic yeah. uh she like you had good comedy actors in there Oh, the guy who's Dr. Collins. He's a comedic actor. Yes, he's a comedic actor, too. Steve Berg, the bus driver. Like, you just, you got good comedy talent that that you could (laughs) have easily woven into the film to help with that rise and and release of tension. And if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But, like, let them be charming or something. Let them, like, 
have do some of the and you know anything. what and there are there are moments that are like okay here we go for example the dinner scene with florence Pugh and chris pine florence Pugh and chris pine are both fantastic actors i mm-hmm. am a big fan of chris pine you know i think he gets a bad rap because he's very pretty he's yeah. very white and his name is chris but i think he's actually a really good actor i've always loved his yeah. work and as they're sitting there doing a tete-a-tete back and forth at that dinner table you can see it you can see them grabbing and like trying to pull and tug but but then it feels like they have nothing to tug it feels like they have nothing to say because the yeah. script's bad and like yeah. the circumstance of what the, like the setup of it is like okay yeah I, and he's like he comes in is like I want you to challenge me and he's yeah. like and says everything and that was cool that was the way he did it that was fucking sure. creepy I was like okay I'm okay what are we okay movie yeah. I'm ready I've been yeah, waiting yeah. here we go and then she starts off sort of hitting some points that I was like okay. Mm-hmm. but then the second half of it she's like what do you put in the food chris yeah. what do you put in the food i'm like yeah no movie no bring up oh like it was so cool mm-hmm. like that moment of bringing up how all of them met their husband in mm-hmm. one of those three places all of them went in the honeymoon yeah. i was like movie you're being kind of smart okay i'm here what else you got what else oh there's there was nothing else that was all there was nothing else and but there's like six more minutes to the scene oh no yeah and then it kind of falls apart awkwardly yeah Yeah. and even like you said there were a lot of scenes that i was like it's kind of the worst acting i've seen out of chris pine too and he was like he was doing a good job but i feel like in a lot of scenes it was the words a little bit more the 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 script was a little bit of a problem and the direction i feel like could like push them a little bit like you know the get you get it out of them a little bit yeah in the scene i feel like there could have been a little bit more pulled out of these guys in certain scenes i also think it's because nothing was helping them right because like in barbarian barbarian and i I hate to compare films i do because it's mean sometimes but barbarian like that camera added so much tension and and think about the beginning of that film right for those of you who haven't seen barbarian it starts with this girl goes to an airbnb and there's another guy there Mm -hmm. and you don't know whether it's a good guy or a bad guy and the whole first half an hour of this film is the two of them talking and like you trying to figure out who's good and who's bad marcus with different and we talked about it with different camera angles and a different soundtrack could have been a rom-com but because yeah. of the camera and the sound, it was a horror film. Yeah. And none of that was in here. I didn't feel dynamic shifts from the camera, like yeah. to like really amp up Chris's performance. Like even like simple. I'm, I'm not a fucking director. I'm not a fucking director of photography. I don't know how to do shit. But there was some lines that Chris Pine was delivering that I thought were good. Imagine them with like a longer pause and a close zoom in or like, as he said them, there's a big shot rolling around at the tables mm-hmm. going into Florida, like stuff like yeah, that just wasn't yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing was helped. Like acting is hard. It is. But a lot of acting isn't acting. I I'm a pretty good actor. I'm okay. Right? I'm fine. Uh-huh. I've seen me do stuff on camera that I was like, wow, that was pretty good. And then I've seen me do stuff on camera that was the dog shittiest, shittiest shit shit you've ever fucking shitty shit in your life. And it's because a lot of that stuff was like in college mm-hmm. and the kids didn't know what they were doing yet. Yeah. So sometimes people would like, and it wasn't the performance they were pulling out of me because honestly, college kids don't know to pull how to perform yeah, pull yeah, performance yeah. from an actor. So it's all me just hoping I do good. Mm-hmm. And it's how you place the camera, where it is, yeah. how much, how you edit it together, like all yeah. that stuff. So like, like I agree with what you're saying, but again, I think I think it's there. I think that's I think it's I think I honestly I think I'm reinforcing your earlier point where it's so many things. It's, it's so it's many a small lot of things, things that are just wrong missed the them. mark. Yeah. yeah. And not even by a lot, but yeah. like everything just needs a couple clicks up and then yeah. you got a good movie. I also feel like 
I'm, I might be shooting myself in the foot by saying this. <laughs> and I, I, I'm going to be honest. I, you know, I'm a man and I'm not the most well versed person to talk about like feminist issues, but I do feel like the film kind of messed up the message that it was trying to send. I get what they were what trying to say. What do you think it was? And what do you think? I get say what they were trying to say. It. I feel like they were talking about incels and men and like it was, it would have been cool. I mean, it was cool what they did where they got to see Florence Pugh take her rights back as a woman and, you know, have some autonomy. And the fact that sometimes you have men in relationships where they feel like they're less than the woman because they're not making enough money. They're not like a lot of women, I'm sure can relate to men who kind of put them down because the woman makes more money than them. Like I've known couples in real life who've had this issue. And for those men complaining, like, fuck you, like dream for me, be at home all day. playing video games while my wife is making money okay darren i mean hey she if darren's making like six figures out there oh that's not enough if she's making like a million dollars a year you know uh i I quit my job i'll make sure dinner's cooked i massage her feet every day i'll be there i'd be there But but you think it missed that by saying what but i think it missed that on a few levels because you there's the reveal in the film that all of the women there are not there by choice that they're there because their husbands are the ones running the programs and that they all kind of like are captives yeah. and then 5 seconds later it's you get the reveal that Olivia Wilde knows she's in a simulation and she yeah. chose to be there which immediately takes a huge dump on the film and on Florence Pugh's sort of like breakthrough and development because I would have loved if that scene wasn't there and you got to see all these women breaking free or her in the real world afterwards going and like making sure that all these women were saved and that they had some kind of rehabilitation into society. She starts a women's group. Something. Oh, I would wow. have loved to see as a woman's a group, scene. all the modern going around. That would have been cool. Talking about their trauma and what they've been through. You don't even have to do all that. Just cut to the scene and then just cut the movie out. You can film the rest. That's a great, I, that's a great last shot. I might great be last wrong. Shot. Like I said earlier, no, I but like I, I had a major problem with that. I don't mind the reveal. I mind how it happened. It didn't feel earned. It didn't feel yeah. good. Like the fact, like one woman betraying the other women in that way. You know, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, it takes away from the whole thing. But I think there's a way to do it, and it didn't feel that way. Like I think, I think she needed to be more involved, or she needed to be more like doing stuff. Like we should have been more suspicious of her somehow. More stuff the whole time. Like maybe or like, a couple oh, she of got more her times she almost gets out. Maybe she has to die to have a hat. Like something like there has to be some kind of comeuppance or like earned moment there. And yeah. it just wasn't there. It was just yeah, like, yeah. oh, by the way, I, I know because uh, my kids died. Okay, yeah. run. Bye. <laughs> I know. And I'm getting the fuck out of here. But like how cool would it have been if Harry, if like she didn't kill Harry Styles she got out in the real world and then had to have Killed like a real life in the real world struggle with Harry Styles in Cell Harry. And like, yeah, there could have been more tension there and she managed to escape sure. or something. 
They also could have done like some really cool, like I don't think this movie could have handled this, yeah. but some really cool, like you have to, it goes back and forth kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where or like as he's like, he's like putting it back on and she's struggling there to help all the women escape, but then it, yeah. he takes it off and then she's there struggling with him and it goes back, back and forth. Yeah. I, cool. I, I'm going to say one more thing, but I feel like even one if she, even if she got out, I, I just, I don't know. Cause I'm going a lot with what else could have happened at the end. And really like, no, I love that. My point, love that. my overall point is that I just wish there was more after the movie and it didn't no, end with her just like escaping. What's what your other point? Just something that yeah. would then kind of go back to the theme of the movie. Just anything that would have gone back to the theme of the movie would have been great. <laughs> but she goes, she gets out. Harry's still alive. She's fighting with Harry. She manages to get out of the apartment. She runs into like a male cop and she's like, help me. You have to help me. You have to help me. And then Harry's just like, women be crazy. Right. And the cop's like, women be crazy. And then <laughs> very Planet of the Apes. Fucking <laughs> and then she gets pulled shit. back or something. Something like that. That's a spooky horror ending. That's Obviously, they wouldn't be saying like, women yeah. be crazy, but something along the lines of that that's more well written. Yeah, that kind of happened on Barbarian, right? Yeah, that moment in Barbarian was great. Yeah. Something like that would have been a good ending. That would have been cool, too. I think all these things would have been cool. And again, mm -hmm. like it's like you're saying, like you're saying things that would have fixed it. I don't think the VR was the problem. I didn't like the VR. I, I, I would have chose yeah. uh, the village Stepford Wives kind of thing where they just took them to the desert and brainwiped them or whatever. Yeah. Like, you don't even explain it. They're like trying to explain it with this like hypnotism and like the fucking VR shit. I'm just like, you fucking knocked them out and you did sci-fi shit. Yeah. Like, and get out and get out. They were putting white people's brains into black people's bodies. Yeah. And that was the most explanation they gave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's enough. It was great. We didn't need a whole that's explanation. all you need. Yeah. That is all you need. I feel like another yeah. thing too is... <laughs> i don't know i'd like okay i want to say this and i want to be clear about this that there are a lot of great horror movies directed by women that i think more people should definitely go see and i think nice. that more of the fucked up cool horror movies that i've watched have been directed by women I, raw was directed by a woman american psycho oh, was directed yeah. by a woman goodnight mommy was directed by a woman uh what's that jennifer's body right that was written by a woman oh, directed by a woman shit just like there's just a lot of good one of the freddy kruegers was directed by a woman the baba duke was directed american by a woman psycho? yeah i said american psycho oh, i missed you damn but like it's good it's yeah. good They're, they they make great content they make just as fucked up content as men more fucked up i think but Ooh, the invitation we like that the invitation was great directed by a woman like it they they do great horror and i feel like the you, you want to make sure the narrative movie, isn't the men that move this movie is about will take the wrong message from door darling and make it more about the yeah. drama and stuff like that but yeah don't but at the same time like like you were saying olivia wilde doesn't seem like she's the best advocate spokesperson for this either because she's decrying that things so it's like that's true where yeah. you have to take the criticism of your film as well mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. you you all you have to do it's both you have to do both yes there are shitty men on the internet that are men rights activist people that fucking are yeah. never gonna accept yeah, yeah, you yeah, but yeah. also you can make a bad movie <laughs> that's true you know yeah, and yeah you yeah, need yeah. to listen yeah. to those things yeah yeah i think um i think it's like you said i think i think ultimately i uh came away Still liking this movie a little more than you. I, I was more hopeful about it, it sounds mm -hmm. like. But we come from the same place where it's like just 
I just don't, I didn't understand. And it's like you said, they edited so much out. I was listening to a podcast and apparently in the original draft of the film or uh, deleted scene or some part of uh, some stage of this film, the ending was going to reveal that they were 50 years in the future and it was a society. It, it wasn't just like this one person. It was like as if the incels like won a little bit and this like, and like you would you were going to read something that was like explaining how to fake the death of your wife and like how to get the like it was a little more not mainstream. Oh. It was a little more like a, it wasn't so random. Yeah. yeah. In, in the film, it seemed it just didn't make sense. We saw Harry Styles put some water droplets in Florence Pugh's mouth. Yeah. And we're supposed to not ask any more questions about the logistics yeah. of how this happened at all. She sounded like a very important doctor. I was going to say <laughs> that, like no one did a wellness check to be like, hey, where are you? Also, like it's fucked up. I mean, it's, it's always so weird where it's like, why is Florence Pugh with this guy? And I want to be like, that doesn't make sense, but it does make sense. This stuff happens all the time. Yeah, oh yeah, for you sure. Know? People yeah, get yeah. stuck in shitty relationships all the yeah. goddamn time. But also the fact that it was kind of like, there is a really good horror movie in here. Like, yeah. women live Some very scary lives. They yeah. are great people to be making horror movies just like it's scary to be a minority in america and you can make a great horror yeah. film about that that makes people relate to it you can do the same thing for what it feels like to be a woman and it feels like this movie 100%. wanted to do that but it wasn't competent enough to it seemed like it wanted to from like the people who started making the film but when olivia wilde talks about it and she's like it's about the female organisms like oh i don't think you knew what this movie was about that is also that also concerns me <laughs> I, I maybe maybe not but it yeah. sounds like it yeah, yeah. i will say once again just because i really did think the moment was funny and like huh that's kind of funny was like when he was listening to fucking a uh, fucking ben shapiro jordan peterson fucking podcast yeah it's the non-reddit chris pine like, thing yeah and listen to that yeah. and um oh and, and th another thing that like it's what i thought the movie was and i'm not uh -huh. saying what i think the movie should be is what the movie should be but it just seemed like a missed opportunity where the chris pine aspect of it all felt so culty to yeah. make it vr to never go more about the oh uh this movie was about harry styles and florence Pugh. it should have been about frank and florence Pugh. like there should have been more frank in this movie like her trying to tear him down a tete-a-tete -tete going back yeah, and forth like yeah like it if it was the village and not VR, then what they were doing at the headquarters could have been something like they were trying to kill all the women. And these were the only women left or like they were mm -hmm. like doing a yeah, nuclear yeah, yeah. energy thing. Yeah, yeah. There could have been like a thousand ways this movie went to make that headquarters mm -hmm. like satisfying, except just to be a room. And it was to that gateway to the outside. <laughs> and then also to not get any more Frank's like we get so little of his like podcast uh, ranty like yeah, uh, yeah, diatribes yeah. but like why didn't we get way more of his like what he thought mm -hmm. and him trying to talk more about mm -hmm. that and like him getting more people like on his side and yeah. like for that second when he was getting people to come to his side at the table i was like okay cool why didn't we get more of that yeah. like, as the movie was going on it was so, such a wasted opportunity yeah that aspect was cool and yeah, yeah, made sure. you think right weren't you there wondering like oh i wonder for what frank's about or is this a sex thing are they all going to the headquarters to fuck every day like i didn't know but like my mind was wondering yeah that's true. And the I, cult was nothing. Was, I was saying the same thing. I was like, wouldn't it be hilarious if you she breaks into the headquarters and she just sees that he fucks them all day long? 
That's what I thought was happening. That would have been great. Oh, Why and what was that fucking page about that? <laughs> That's a weird I, I thing don't... to be on the same page about. Because it was getting, it was very culty vibes. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. giving very uh, Nexium fucking vibes. Mm-hmm. Like all he had to do was play basketball, and he was that one dude. Nick, I feel like what <laughs> the volleyball, volleyball, volleyball. He played volleyball. Uh, yeah, volleyball two things I want to say before we move on about other things uh, about this point. One was the village actually a good movie, and we just didn't appreciate it at the time. Just something to think it. about. Maybe we should rewatch that. Number two. Wouldn't it be amazing if they revealed that Chris Pine didn't look like Chris Pine? Also, like he was just a schlubby incel. What a fun, Not an what incel a fun version of him, just been. a completely different person entirely. You know, but opportunity just missed. Yeah, because it's yeah. VR, you can make yourself look like whatever. Not necessary, but just like it would have added to the film. Exactly. And also, what was that weird shit about fucking Florence Pugh? See now this movie has like a male gaze and a female gaze that are like fucking fighting over how they want to make this film. Because like, what was that shit about? Like Chris Pine watching them, watching Florence Pugh, like getting an orgasm from Harry Styles. And then Chris Pine at the dinner table said we fucked. And then it just never paid. Like why have him lie in that moment about that? And then not have any payoff and anyone believe him about it. And like, why not? If you want to go down that sexual road and yeah. do it like an eyes wide shut kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, eyes wide shut, right? Like there's a whole fucking cult mm-hmm. of like sex and shit and stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Like, why not go down that path? Like, I'm yeah. OK with that. I'm not adverse to your movie being about sex and sexuality and about what that means. Yeah. But like that seems like such a like pervy like weird like thing to say and then not pay it yeah. off especially in a film that's about what it's about yeah and if right? you're doing the incel culty thing like lean into it more like have him fuck other people's wives because that's kind of like this thing right like he the, the men think they own the women like he thinks he owns all the women here yes i thought he Play did with that a little bit i thought he did that, that was happens implied. in cults all the time a lot of uh, the cult yes. leaders are like okay i have to fuck your wife God's telling me I yeah. got to fuck your wife. And they're like, okay, here you go. And they didn't need to go the movie that way. It just seemed like it wanted to and it didn't. Yeah. Like either don't make that not what the movie's about or you can, but just pay it off. Mm-hmm. It did neither of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. <sighs> I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say the the Harry Styles going down on her thing is it's good, but in like. It would be nice if it was a healthy relationship <laughs> that it was happening yeah. in. Yeah, I agree. I think there's we we said this already. There should be more pussy in movies. A hundred percent. It yeah, should yeah. be it should be like the fact that DJ Khaled said that and not everyone's immediate response was yeah. like only half the internet's response was this, but everyone's response was like, You suck. Yeah. People also <laughs> orgasm lazy fuck. too fast in movies. I feel like they, they gotta like I had no problem with it. It seemed realistic. <laughs> <laughs> just both men and women are like uh oh, done yeah we did it we had a good time oh you're right uh guys coming that fast is seem weird every everyone also hold on nick you're gonna be like oh women come in to, like one second know. for me sure whatever nick but like then you go for more multiple orgasms every single t- sexual yes. intercourse normalize okay, multiple, normalize orgasms. multiple orgasms get them coming and going two, okay. two minimum two drink minimum <laughs> <laughs> sure if it goes on for a long time maybe you know you're running the dinner late whatever but like come on you, you, give us more this movie's about the female orgasm 
do it better. I would just love to see what Florence and and because of this things going on, we just didn't get any of it. I would just love to hear Florence Pugh talk about it and what she thought the movie was and how disappointed she must be because it's such a thing where you don't know how the movie's going to turn out when you're doing the movie. You, you think everything's fine. You try your best and then you don't know how it's going to be edited. You don't know if you're going to get cut. Yeah, but that's true. I would love it. So uh, Florence Pugh, you can come on this podcast and have full reign to tell us about uh, what you think. You Permanent invite for the podcast. Oh yeah, she negotiated out of doing press. Well, if you want to do anti-press on this podcast... Come on down. Talk shit about oh, the movie. I bet, I bet she had to agree. I bet part of the deal was that she couldn't talk shit. We'll, we'll pay the legal fees. No, we won't. Yeah, we'll pay her like million dollar NDA. Sure. No problem. <laughs> Guys, go to patreon.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah get us a million dollars and we'll use it. <laughs> to oh get Florence goodness. Pugh to talk about this film. Because that's the best use of our million dollars. I think so. Yeah, and and reading all the reviews, they, they all agree with you. <laughs> One person's review on Ron Tomato says, don't worry, darling. You can look it up when you get home. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't read any reviews for this yet, but I'm going to have fun reading them after this. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're good. Yeah, I think we hit on most of it. I don't think there's anything else I needed to say. If there's anything you would like to say. I don't know. Chat, let us know if there's anything else that we missed that you want to hear us talk about. But I feel like for the most part, I covered most of the things I wanted to say. It just didn't feel like a cohesive film. It felt it felt like there were problems on set. You know, it was just one of those movies that felt that way. It did. It really did. Oh, were you mad about the trolley driver? Exchange? I was mad about the trolley driver exchange in in the way that she is actively asking. OK, so the trolley driver is driving her around town and then mm-hmm. she, uh, the she sees a plane crashing and the she's like we have to go to the plane and he's like no i can't like i can't go but they play it like he can't go off his roof because something nefarious is happening and it's like if i asked a new york city bus driver like you gotta go over there there's someone in danger they would not fucking stop for a second either. <laughs> like, I, I can't expect this man to take his bus to the fucking desert. That that just didn't make sense for me. Do you think he's a red pill or do you think he was a simulation? I don't know. If he's doing the same thing every day, it would be weird if he was a whole ass person whose job was just to drive the bus and he didn't get the fucking no bitches. He got no bitches in the movie. I would That's hate true. that. So two things, I think, uh, and then we could probably wrap it up here. One, do you think that Harry Styles went to a mundane job during the day to fill out this part? Or do you think he was going to work for Frank doing something? Because it was never clear and it kind of pissed me off that I didn't know. Oh, I think. No, 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 no. They said it in the movie. Like, no, he, he said he worked every day, but he didn't say where. No. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has to pay Frank. So he goes to work. It's like a subscription service. He I has to go it could work have been a job. He was he was paying Frank by working for him. I don't think so. Which I think is better. I think that would have been better, but I think he legitimately is just making going to money. work in the Seven Eleven. Yeah, going. To, I think so because a lot of cults also work like that, right? Like you have to you go and you give all of your money to the cult to work for the cult. Yeah, but he couldn't find a job before, and she was a fucking doctor. How could he afford that apartment if she had to pull double shifts because at the fucking doctor? She was a surgeon, now. Marcus. She was a surgeon. I know it doesn't make sense. You know how much sense. surgeons make? It doesn't make sense. Hold but on. it makes sense. Starting from, salary. 
It makes sense. Starting salary. It makes sense in the way that he wanted to be in control. And that was the motivating factor. Now that he's in control, he's willing to work hard when he could have been working hard the whole time. No, Marcus, because a surgeon's starting salary is between 400 and 500,000 a year. And she, she seemed pretty important. And even if she wasn't, she was pulling doubles and shit, which means she was making more than that. She was making easily 600,000 a year. And they were still struggling. Were like fucking their walls were coming down and they couldn't afford how well they were in like a shitty like yeah, that was like, weird why were they struggling that makes no sense yeah it's because if they you were know i don't know if they were in new york they might have been in chicago or something but if they were in new york they would at least live for that kind of money like close to park slope mm-hmm. they wouldn't live all the way in fucking like forest hill queen they're like fucking even worse forest like hill queens is very farther. nice it's a very rich i know I, I but i meant like past that like when you get worse <laughs> okay like worse like farther i don't know what's past forest hills <laughs> i've never traveled past forest hills or this or what southern bronx beyond. or like i don't fucking know wherever a shitty hey, neighborhood talk shit is right? about the bronx it's perfect okay. baby but it, it doesn't make any sense Huh? Which is why, like, if they just said he was working for Frank, it, it almost fixes that problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, like, I know how much fucking Alex Jones makes. But is these he, people are all over the world. It'd be weird. I mean, I don't know. what He's mining crypto for Frank. What is he? Maybe. Like, you know. Well, no, the same thing like Nexium did. You fucking run seminars and it's a fucking Ponzi scheme. You get more people to come. That's how it works. You That's get people true. to take the classes yeah. and you get fucking, you know. I don't yeah. know. Anyway. Second thing. And this isn't my point. I heard this on a podcast and it just made so much sense to me. Mm-hmm. Marcus, they have this whole VR thing with the perfect thing and perfect lives. And, and Bunny, the neighbor, is there because her kids are alive in this reality. Why did they need real life women? Uh, because it's gay. If, if you don't have <laughs> real women in there, Nick. It's just a bunch of dudes VR- jerking off. That's weird. Like, explain it to me like fucking, I under, wait jack, you what you don't understand jack? it's the same reason that in college parties they let women in for free it's just like these creepy guys just want the control of women it, it's worse like, if they're like 3d waifus you know what i mean but that would make more sense to me like your whole shtick of being lonely and can't get women so you're gonna sleep with virtual women it's like okay well i mean you still suck but like you're only hurting yourself. How much? Can, how was he feeding her? Was he undressing her and fucking giving her sponge baths and fucking changing her diaper? I think like so. There's so much that had to go into it was doing a lot this. Of extra show work. That he he just showed that commitment in the relationship. He looked, They would have had a great was, relationship. You can't live off an IV, Darren. There's still more shit you got to do. People live Pay in more, comas, uh, Nick. Yeah, and those nurses do work. Pay respect to those fucking That's nurses. That's full time fucking job. That's what I'm saying, though. If Harry Styles put this much work into anything else, he would have, they would have had a great relationship. So you're going to have me believe, you're going to fucking have me believe that Harry Styles is such a shithead that he can't keep a job. He's such an incel. He's listening to fucking Jordan Peterson shit. He's, he sucks this much, and yet he can pull this off? And work a full-time job enough to subs- uh, afford the subscription and that apartment? They couldn't afford their apartment with her 600k surgeon job! <laughs> uh, I know it's about controlling it, but it just makes even less sense there. It is it a just lot makes more... Even le- you think about it for one minute, it all falls apart. It is a lot more work to do all of this, but it is about the control. It is about the control. Just... Do the village. Yeah. 
<laughs> it doesn't work. The village would have been a better movie. Like they An win insular society. Who cares where the money's coming from? Or something. Yeah, who cares? Whatever. Or like a know. weird law is passed that like all men get one woman that they get to keep or some shit like that. that like that would have been interesting. Fucking, like a planet of the Apes future know. weird shit's yeah, going on. Some weird shit. Super sci-fi. I'm okay with super sci-fi. Go super sci-fi. Go super sci-fi. This tried to make it like make sense and it made it make less. <laughs> yeah. I thought the women were going to be like robots. I thought it was going to be about. That's separate wives. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what I, that was, I thought it was going to yeah. be. They were all going to find out that they were robots or something. And I was like, oh, we're just doing this again. Yeah, they could have just remade separate wives. They just <laughs> made it like look cooler and it would have been a better movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I'm okay with remakes if they're good. Whatever. <sighs> anyway yeah that's all i have to say i think yeah i feel like it would have been scarier if the scale of it was bigger like if the scale of it was like oh the government is implicit in especially with everything going on right now you know if if the government was implicit in complicit in the the, like control of women i completely agree yeah i don't know whatever i don't know i think i think um i think we're all we're saying is um we are men and we would have made a better movie. I think mm-hmm. that's all we're saying. Yeah. No, that's not what we're saying. That's not, I would like to formally state that is not what I am saying. And I do not want Nick to be saying that on this podcast. Joking aside, that was clearly a joke. It's just such a shame because I was I was um I was cheering for this movie back when I was hearing about it. It's coming up. I've become a huge fan of Florence Pugh. I thought I think Midsommar has this problem but she's fantastic i loved her in hawkeye i love her like uh, on all ends of the spectrum she's gonna be in dune 2 i'm so excited i'm so dune? excited for her to be in dune 2 yeah that's why she couldn't come to a lot of this Wait, stuff who is she that was dune? her excuse dune 2 i don't know she's in is there some some person some female protagonist that comes in the second movie oh princess avalon okay got it Th- that's she sounds like princess to me i think i read she's Forgot. a princess princess yeah that's good like that's good Pugh casting is like she is it she's gonna kill right? it as a princess too that's gonna be good she kills it in everything and she killed it in this and you know it's a shame yeah but that's uh, fair that's, i feel that's like all my it, she did a great job and i think she definitely deserves a lot of recognition in this film for the work she did because she was incredible i think this movie's worth watching just for her like and it's a bad movie like she's mm-hmm. very good she's like very there's good in it. she is so good at a moment she's so good at being creepy she's so good at being funny she's so good at being yeah. charming i'd watch I loved florence all of it. pugh make a horror movie <laughs> if she would, i feel like she could do it marcus you've said this before not because you're just because you're a awesome actor doesn't mean you know how to write sure sure i have no? said that she I, might. But she's she i look rumors are she had to take over her direction on set the scenes on this film yeah that's what i heard rumor Whoa, talk more about this what apparently olivia wilde was missing a lot from set and so she, she was fucking hairy in the back that's the rumor and holy shit so she had florence Pugh had to kind of step up on set and take control of a lot of stuff so holy now shit. she has really the you practice. think that's true i don't know but in my head she has oh. the practice and now she could do it honestly you you sold me now i think she also can <laughs> she could direct. i want to see her directorial debut <laughs> um, all right amazing well marcus is there anything else you would like to talk about about don't worry darling i will say uh one more positive thing my favorite scene was when she wrapped the plastic around her head. I feel like that was one of the few scenes where I feel like everything was working together. I felt like the 
Mm. I feel like the music was close to working. The, the, the it scene felt suffocating of, a little bit. I feel like that little brief the, couple of seconds yeah. was good. Maybe she maybe she directed that one. She, yeah. That scene was good, mm-hmm. but again, it just made no goddamn sense in the context yeah. of the film. Like if she was suicidal in the movie, trying to get out of the simulation, cool, good. Hit yeah. that a couple times. Make that a theme. Make yeah. that payoff. But it literally made no sense why she did it. Yeah, it, it felt cool. like it looked cool. It felt like the script called for weirdness, but like it was made by what? normies who don't know what like how to be as weird as like a, a David Lynch or like yeah know, anybody else. Yeah, I, I'm cool with the weird. Just like, but then the payoff is because her harsh, her strong will was like messing with the simulation. Or yeah. she, as a person, was like her body was like rejecting. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many things yeah. that could have made. But yeah. like, if you, but she legit seemed like she was going through psychosis. She was yeah. hallucinating. Yeah. Or why? You know what? Make this could have been also shorten the entirety of the movie right into one half. So that first two hours becomes like an edited down one hour film which we, yeah. I feel like could have easily done. And then you have the yeah. other hour of the two hours be a revenge film where she's just murdering the shit out of all these men. So cool. <laughs> and she's hunting them down in the real world. That would be so kind of cool. cool. That would be fucking great. That would be fucking great. And then the final boss, her. Chris Pine. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's got to fight him in VR and he turns into a giant. She has a sword. <laughs> okay. Maybe oh, wow. not that, but Scott something, you know, it's definitely something. All right, Marcus, did you like Don't Worry? I did not like this movie. Sure. Did you like this movie? I'll ask you since it was your challenge, but you didn't watch it before. I wanted to so bad. Mm -hmm. There was so I I, you heard me talk about it. I'm sure you could hear the hope in like my voice. Like I wanted to like so much of this. Yeah. You know, but I didn't. Yeah, I did not. Okay. I did not. Would you recommend this film? I would not recommend this film to anyone. Same. Yeah. Same. Would you recommend Uh, the film? Would you? You said no. No, 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 no. I mean, it's hard because if I ask you if you watch the next Florence Pugh film, you'll say yes. Of course. Uh, It's the Thunderbolts or Dune. Two things I love. And I feel like if I ask you if you'll watch another Olivia Wilde film, that's mean. I probably would. (laughs) Yeah. She's, you know what? She's, she's one out of two good movies. I'd watch the third one. And there's some moments of clarity in this, but again, now you said yeah. a rumor. Now I got me, you got me doubting about everything now. Yeah. I feel like sometimes <laughs> it takes three movies. Like who's the guy who did hereditary? Ari Aster. Who's that? Is that the guy? Yeah. He look hereditary. I love Mitz felt like hereditary part two. And then the third movie I could really like, or really hate. I don't know. I think sometimes it takes multiple movies. Oh man. I really hated the end of hereditary. I like the end of hereditary. I, I liked Midsommar. I think Midsommar was a better film, but it felt too much like Hereditary. Like I would tell most people to watch one of those movies. Just watch one of them. I like the ending of Midsommar more than the ending of Hereditary, but I like yes, the ride of sure. Hereditary more than Midsommar. Okay. Because again, I Midsommar that. I think suffered from that thing where it was a little like, is it psychosis? Is it drugs? Is it creepy? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I kind of need one. I can't do them all. I can't do unreliable. Like it it's felt fair. like we were watching um, Girl on a Train, that movie. Mm-hmm. Where you find out the main character is an alcoholic, so it's an unreliable narrator, so you're not sure what's real as it's going on. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't doesn't really work, but it is a way you can go. Yeah. But then also it feels like the fuck a conjuring movie where like this weird shit happening, you know? So it's like it all then it also feels like Black Swan, where it's like she's going through like mental fucking it like legitimate yeah. issues. So it's like, what is it? Yeah. I don't think it knows. Yeah. 
But oh, Marcus, I, I would watch the third movie of Olivia Wilde's just to I, say. I don't think she's depending completely on the subject material or anything. I think this movie was for bad. me. It de- yeah, for me, it depends on the subject material. If mm-hmm. it's an interesting film, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. But but I also all the the brouhaha behind the scenes has kind of turned me off. Like, oh, like what? Like, I don't, I don't, it's all I don't know. I don't know these people personally, but it is, this all makes me a little like bad taste in my mouth. That's all this understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. I don't want to pick sides, but I pick Florence Pugh side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think this is a lot where everything stands. Well, Marcus, that's the show. That is the show. It doesn't end with a grand bang, bang but a whimper. You have not a whimper. Just because we didn't like it. we I think we had a good discussion. Yeah, we did. The next week, we got to watch Lighthouse. Remember that? Is it The Lighthouse or Lighthouse? It's The Lighthouse. I have it right in it front right. of me. I looked at it. The Lighthouse. All right. We will. <laughs> I put in Lighthouse and just pictures of Lighthouse. <laughs> I didn't put the. So next week, we will be watching The Lighthouse to fit uh, to continue on for this month of October, where we only watch spooky, scary things. Mm-hmm. You can check us out everywhere. Now try this for all socials and all media and all other things. Make sure to follow and subscribe and all that stuff. But if you really want to join the conversation, if you really want to help us out, if you really want to influence us to make sure we watch more Don't Worry Darlings, because these movies don't come out, come along a lot for us. That's true. Because we usually only give things we love. And you like the cool discussion we had today. You need to go to patreon.com slash now try this cast, become a patron and help spark our conversation Mm -hmm. by giving us more suggestions. Yeah, for sure. Fantastic, Nick. And guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us in the chat. We love an active chat. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, liking, whatever you're doing, leaving reviews. You guys are the absolute best. Remember to go out there and try some things. Good night. Good night. Friends get together so they can try things. I'm eating lentil soup. Lentils? I feel like lentils have come around. You know how a lot of rich culture is adopting poor people's things? Oh, yeah. There's a word for it, I'm sure, but... A lot of rich culture is just stealing from poor culture and then making it like rich. Like it happens a lot in the culinary world. A lot of times oh, they'll yeah. take like uh, the Remember dish. lobster used to be shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Or the like ratatouille or whatever from that thing. Mm. It was like yep. literally the poor, poor people's man's food. Stew. Yeah, poor man's stew, yeah. whatever. Yeah.